Hi, this is Shelby. And Carolyn. We are two Canadian prairie ladies, raising babies, riding horses, and living the country life. We are on a journey to find health and wealth while building our ranches, and we want to share the journey with you. In this podcast, you can expect to hear us share our own experiences, as well as interview other inspiring humans. We'll cover topics such as human health, horse health, barrel racing, building a ranch, and so much more. We are ready to dig into the tough conversations like mental health, motherhood, farming challenges, finances, you name it. You will walk away from this podcast with tips, tricks, and strategies that will have you finding more joy and peace in your journey. We know there's a lot of juggling that goes into this lifestyle because we are living it. And as a nurse myself and Carolyn with a master's in animal science, we have a lot to bring to the conversation. So grab your coffee to go, throw on your messy bun and muck boots. Let's head to the barn and chat because we have business to take care of and we're sure you do too. Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ride Like a Mother podcast once again here live at MBRE Finals. And we are here with Ward Cutler. And he's actually uh, got the booth right beside us. So he's been watching all our interviews. You're going to be a pro, right? (laughs) So anyway, Ward is an auctioneer at uh, Verdon and Brandon and also does a lot of purebred auction sales, some horse sales as well in the past. And and the 2005 uh, Canadian champion. So congratulations. Well, thank you. Yeah. 2005 was a long time ago. <laughs> but it's still an achievement and you never get to win yeah. it again. No, so. that's right. Yeah. Uh, and he's also um, co-owner of WJ Livestock, like you see on the side there, and uh, a team roper. So president of the MTRA. That's correct. correct? Yeah, the Manitoba yeah. Team Rope Association. Yeah, currently. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your livestock supply company and how you got hooked up with uh, Sweet Rope? <laughs> well, it's kind of funny. Um, uh, back in, a few years ago, and I was announcing a lot of rodeos, um, I'd went to uh, come across the guys from Sweet Pro. And, and after an event, I, I went to them and, and talked to them about a sponsorship deal. And uh when I left there, instead of uh, having a sponsorship package, I ended up with a job. Yeah. So it, uh, when I when I first initially met Sean Harder, uh, who is our basically our CEO of Canada uh, and and one of the owners of Nutrition Partners, who is a part of Sweet Pro, uh, I just him and I hit it off great, and, and I just I went to work with them, and and it's just been a great fit ever since. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and I should probably mention that uh, you guys are platinum sponsors of this event. So yeah. as barrel racers, we really appreciate the sponsorship. Well, and, you know, uh, when you awesome. when you look at it that way, anytime you can get to come to an event where there is 600 runs being made, possibly 400 horses in box stalls, uh, why wouldn't you want to be a part of that event, to be honest with you? Yeah. I mean, we eat, breathe, and sleep the equine world on one side and on the other side uh eat breathe and sleep cattle so it you know it's it's a perfect fit for me um when i decided to join up with this company uh at first be straight up honest i was not interested um but the more i got thinking about it was i'm not getting any younger i have two of um, probably the largest and i don't mean to step on anybody's toes but i i sell it probably two of the largest cattle markets in the province what a perfect way to build a partnership and a customer list 
selling mineral than at a stockyards. So it was kind of looking at it as the next step in my life of what I was going to do when I, when I'm done selling cattle. And I mean, I'm hoping that day is a long ways away because I, I mean, I love what I do by selling. Well, you cattle. still got a good voice for radio. Well, oh yeah. Much better voice for radio than I do face for TV. Let's put it that way. What our viewers oh, yeah, well, I, I can already hear the comments coming across there now. So. <laughs> However, that's that's kind of how that become. So. Nice. So tell us a little bit about Sweet Pro. What kind of products do you guys have and what would be best for, say, team ropers versus rail racers slash livestock? What you know, I, Sweet Pro has a product pretty near for every four-legged animal out there. Yeah. Um, whether it be from bison down to cattle, right down horses, sheep, and so forth. And the nice thing about the product is majority of the product can be used in multiple ways. Okay. So your cows and your horses can share the same tub, whether it be a beef tub or it can be the Equilix horse tub. Um, now, the, uh, the big thing for us is there's no added sugars no added starches yeah that's uh, we so are, important yeah, yeah. To, to some people it is and and not to dish any other product that is out there because there's a lot of great products yep. it's just as time goes on i feel that there is there is more um what's the proper word i'm looking for there's more thought process goes, process goes into what is being fed to our individual horses cattle whatever the case may be than years before so with the Sweet Pro products, uh, we can start at a stage uh, right at you know right at the very bottom and work your way up. Or if your cattle have been on on lick tubs before, we can start them at a at a harder lick tub and just go right to it. There's so many there's there's steps, or we can dive right in. On the equine side of things, uh, we've had great response, and and our newest product out in Canada is a product that's been out in the U.S. for a long time called Equipride. And it's just a granular that you uh, you feed right in your right in your grain if you're feeding every day. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. It's uh, you know it's something that it's taken a while to get here just with regulations and wow. and so forth. And uh, but now we have it here and and it's been it's been great. So, nice. Yeah. So the, the sugar and starch thing is is huge this time of year. It seems like sugar, starches, soy. Like there's another thing that that lots of people are talking about in the feed industry and and so forth. But being soy free and so um so yeah. So we just um we promote this product as much as we can and we try to get to as many places as we can to do so. You know. And in our cold winters, right? Like our maybe not down south, but up here. Supplements are very important, right? Like oh, absolutely. Have, especially this time of year when the grass is dead, there's no more yep. nutrients in it. You, can, you need something extra right. before winter. And you can stretch that, you can stretch that out. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or you can or you can stretch out what hay you do have. Yeah. Uh, you can make it go further. And and I mean that's kind of something that we pride ourselves on is is stretching that forage by 25%. And and those are those are facts that uh you know that that have been have been proven so it's not just me blowing smoke out my mouth here it's it's actually facts that, that have been proven and yeah and um you know we also uh i do a lot of um i do a lot of work with megan uh megan pete megan mcburney mcburney vet services and uh we actually put the equipride uh to a eight-week test um against another very well-known product uh that is a loose mineral in a pail and i won't i won't 
disclose the name, but uh, very popular and, and guys like Trevor Brazil and guys like that like to use that product. And it is a great product. Uh, so we put that to an eight week test uh, and then we drew blood. On, okay. on the on the horses so okay. we did two horses with equipride and we did two horses with the other product and uh when the when the results come back uh from saskatoon they were pretty well bang on the only difference was um one horse was showing a little bit lacking salt okay. and i won't say which product it was but uh sweet pro products are salt based <laughs> just just saying you know uh, just making a little bit of fun out of yeah. it. So, you know, like I said, I'm not I'm not about to dish any other product because there's there's lots of great products out there. Yeah. Uh, this this one fits my it fits what we need uh, as far as Jody and I go, and it's one we believe in because if we didn't believe in it, I wouldn't be sitting here talking with you about. It, yeah. So. Oh, it's nice that it's so versatile, and I mean, Absolutely. like, there's so many people here that have cattle, horses do different disciplines, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we've been very fortunate. Uh, you know, we got, um, we got some great, great customers. Uh, Chelsea, who you just had on here, uh, her and Greg and the Nixter program. Uh, they've been, they've been with us since day one. So I oh, mean, nice. it's, it's amazing that people like that Bridgman's Kirk and Gale and family, all them Bridgman horses are on our product. So when you buy a baby, I mean, it's coming right off the sweet pro tub, take it home, put it back on one. Yeah. Uh, and that's really important to know when you're buying a wheelie because you want to make sure that they have the best start so that their joints stand up later in life and all that stuff. Right. Absolutely. I mean, why, why not, why not give them the best possible life you can. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, now if you want to talk about athletes, Athletes, uh, let's talk about four-legged athletes like Nixter, Salty, all them great horses. Uh, Calgary Stampede Ranch, they're they're on our product 365 days a year. So you want to step it up. Chad Burger Bucking Bulls out of North Dakota. There's another guy that's you know on that product. So we go on and on and on about it and and, and talk about you know in, in honesty. Yeah. But yeah. it's um, yeah, it is what it is, and and I'm I'm proud of the product. If I wasn't, I wouldn't use it myself for one. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've stepped away from the announcing thing. I want to be more competitive in the team roping thing. You got a 14 year old boy that's, that's right there now and he wants to do it. So, I mean, we just, we just come back from Pinocchio. He roped in his first Canadian team roping finals out there. And so it was, yeah, it was awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Well, as we're getting into the horses more so, and since we're here at MBRA final. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about what the horse market looks like as an auctioneer. <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. I mean, absolutely. Uh, from an auctioneer side of it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, <laughs> really try, try, yeah. Trying to, uh, trying to buy horses right now yeah. is, is tough mm -hmm. because the value of horses has increased substantially since, uh, COVID BS, whatever it was called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I think due to it, uh, you know, a lot of people being stuck at home, um, you know, but it's something that needed to happen, not only in the province of Manitoba, but in Canada wide, because yeah, sure. we probably have some of the best bred horses in the world right here in this province and all across this country. Yeah. And we're probably the best kept secret. I would agree. Yeah. Um, we have some you amazing know, breeders. Absolutely. Oh, you and I coming from, you know, the old PMU day ranch. Yes. Like, you know, my family was in the PMU and 
And I mean, I hate to say it, but I can remember selling quotes for $25 a piece back in the day. Yeah. And and on a on a good year, you know, three hundred dollars, we were yeah, you know, we thought we'd done something. Yeah. So to to watch this market today, um, is is something that I, I really think needed to happen in this part of the world. And yeah. and to those people that have stuck through it. Uh, congratulations and good on you yes. for sticking with it because now you are getting paid for your work. Yes, exactly. Yeah. From the other side of the coin, always looking for prospects, always looking for that next great deal horse, yeah. always looking for Jody's next maturity horse, whatever the case may be. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> It's tough. It is. It is. It is. Because you go back to like a couple years ago when, or you don't know that, but you could buy a weed lane for like 500 bucks and like it had all of its incentives and you're ready to go. This year, you're looking closer to that two to 5,000 for that weed lane. Yeah. As a breeder, you put a lot of money into these. Absolutely. And it takes a long time. And it's not just getting the full to that stage it's the mayor it's the having the facilities it's it's all the supplements you gotta feed along the way yeah Yeah. and and that's where we have changed our total look at it and i know lots of guys in the team roping world think i'm crazy by it but (laughs) we don't buy anything anymore unless it's a miracle and nothing against the people that that raise geldings and sell geldings for a living and and make great ones but for our program, what do you do with a $25,000 gelding yeah, yeah. that is standing out in the front yard that's crippled? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, there's no, Unfortunately, there's no life left for right. other than being somebody's, oh, it's pretty on the horizon, horse. Yeah. Take, <laughs> take, that same, take that same mare. Yep. At least you can breed her. You can... Embryo transplant, or you can like you can go different ways. So, uh, you it, know, yeah, yeah, it kind of reduces the risk a bit. It, it does, yeah. It, it, like I said, it's changed what Jody and I do a hundred percent because now, now we have nothing but mares. Uh, sometimes it's a little hectic going anywhere with a trailer <laughs> full of mares. Yeah, <laughs> but a little hormonal. <laughs> I will yeah. say. <laughs> I understand. I'd be like traveling with a group of barrel racers. Yeah. Yeah. Same idea. But I will say, (laughs) I have probably never rode anything with as much heart and try Uh as the set of mares that I own right now, you know, that Jody and I own. Yeah. And yes, I mean, they squeal, they squawk, they do the whole thing in the barn. Yeah. But when you back them in the corner or you go to make that run on them, they're 100% horse and they're there to do their job. So, if you can, yeah. if you can live with the rest of what it takes packing mares around the country, yeah. why not? It works for us. Yeah. I'm not saying it works for everybody, but it works for us. Yeah. So, I mean. And I've seen you ride these beautiful mares. <laughs> you ride beautiful horses, Ward. I have to give you that. We, so, we, can you tell us a little bit about them? Well, we, yeah, absolutely. We'll yeah. be happy to. I mean, we pride ourselves on them very much. So, yeah. um. And when, when we go looking for horses, uh, we maybe look at it a little different than, than some people do. I'm a firm believer that the horse and the rider need to connect. Absolutely. They have to fit. Um, horses that we're running right now, uh, we're using um, 
horses out of Dennis Styles program. We have horses out of Grant Duncast program. We have uh, Smarter Image horses out of the Willis program. Mm -hmm. um, the little bay horse that Jody's riding, the instant cocktail. He's she's an outright cut and bred horse. Uh, okay. You know, yeah. so um, she's a Pepto Booms mall. Uh, the newest horse that we've gathered up was a, a 10 year old mare. Uh, she's another Booms Mall bred horse that um, was a barrel horse uh, at 10 years old. And, and a young lady from Saskatchewan had this horse and it just it wasn't the fit for her. Um, so the opportunity, I'd watched this horse all winter long and we had the opportunity to buy this horse. And that's where I was about to go with what we were talking about was the, the fit. I watched this horse for three months uh, at different team ropings and stuff. And it only had two months of team roping on it. Lacey Jordanson out in... Um, yeah, Saskatchewan there at Moose Jaw had this horse and was bringing some jackpots. And, and I just watched this horse and I thought, you know, this is the horse that I could possibly fit into the program. And, and I mean, she's batshit crazy. She, the safest, the safest place to be on this horse is in her back. She, she, she is broke. Uh, Taylor Douglas showed her as a futurity horse and a working cow horse as a three-year-old, four-year-old, whatever it was. And, um, and this, this little horse just, I mean, she had some bad experiences along her way in life and, I mean, she pulls, she rears over backwards. She does goofy things. Yeah. But I won as much money on her as the good buckskin horse that I ride this year. Yeah. Uh, you know the buckskin horse. Everybody knows the buckskin horse. And um, Stetson's kind of taken over her. And she's, she's a Duncalf bred horse. I have, uh, I think Jody and I have four siblings that are all that same lineage of them horses. And, and uh, yeah, but... Getting back to where I was going with this is I see so many people will, you know, see a horse on Facebook, see a horse here, there, and you really need to take the time. You need to go visit that horse. You need to see if there's a connection. You need to, I mean, it, it's not something that happens overnight. Uh, the new little bay horse, Jody, Jody can't make a connection with that horse. So she just, she just stays right away where that horse and I have hit it off. And I know, I know when that rare back's coming or I know, you know, when she's going to do something goofy, when she goes into heat, stay away. <laughs> it's plain and simple, yeah. you know, so you got to work with them. Not make, them that's right. Making that connection with the horse before you purchase a new horse yeah. in my mind is huge. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 100%. Spend spend a little time, and I mean, nowadays at the price of these horses, you know, it, it's it's nothing to spend a week spending some time with the horse to see if you have a connection. Yeah. And and nowadays most people are are very good about that kind of thing. Yeah. You know. And you look at like we just had interviews with Julie and Chelsea, and it's all about how the horse works, right? Yep. If you adjust to them. That's perfect. But in the end, too, you have to be watching this horse and looking at them and be like, you know, that horse is my style. Too. Absolutely. And yeah. that's how you connect. Yeah. It's I mean, not taking a horse that is, you know, winning the CFR and you're like, I, I'm going to ride that horse and do the same right. thing, but they're not your style. You can walk up, you different. can walk up to that horse. And I mean, if that horse blows a nostril and his eyes get this big and you can see the whites, <laughs> chances are pretty good that he's not, you know, he or she is not the fit for you. Yeah. But you walk up there and you pet him on the forehead and his head drops and he licks his lips and you know, those, yeah. well, you know, there's something there that you're going to want to, 
Comfort. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just be wise. Oh, I guess is kind yeah. of the key, right? Mm -hmm. And I mean, whether it's from the auctioneer side or horse owner side, just be wise of what you're doing and, and do it right. Yeah. Be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Honest with yourself. Oh, absolutely. With Start with yourself. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. When it comes to that, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. For sure. So you yep. are an MTRA, you are the MTRA president, <laughs> which is the Manitoba Team Rovers Association, in case you guys don't know. Yeah. Um, you are a platinum sponsor with MBRA. Yep. So you are a competitor, you are a board member, and you are a sponsor. Yep. So tell us a little about, bit about that and all the sides. And well, the MTRA, uh, the MTRA was a was last year was my first year uh, oh. taking that on, and and I mean it was it come with some. Some tries and yeah, yeah, some different things. And, and uh, but you know what? If if somebody doesn't step up and take on these roles, whether it be the Barrel Racing Association, Team Rope, and Working Cow Horse, uh, I'm I'm all about the next generation. Like I said, I got I got one that's 19, and he's he started taking over some of the announcing duties oh. that Dad stepped away from. Oh, very cool. Uh, and then old Stetson with the buckskin mare, he thinks he's. Uh, he thinks he's going to the CFR next year. So well, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, which, yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> hair on him. So, so yeah. So, I mean, taking on that role, um, was, uh, I had, I had a goal in mind of, uh, I love kids and seeing that next generation. I wanted to do my part as a dad and a team rope and dad to make sure that there was something for the next generation to go. So, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at having a little, um, uh, jackpots maybe with, um more kid ropings at them you know 15 and under yep. and then maybe some lower number ropings is too like a number seven or or something like that and then and then i'll draw you and i talked about this uh beforehand off air yeah about you know maybe a lower number deal uh and some of these lower number ropers don't always have the partners so put everybody's name in a hat make it a draw pot everybody get together and let's rip. Yeah. So yeah, get your money, you all enjoy it. There's nothing. Absolutely. I'll kind of so, take off one of my levels of stress. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, and, and whether it's the barrel racing world, team roping, whatever equine event you're in, there's getting to be more and more of a crossover. Yes. This yeah. weekend, we've probably seen more men, uh, running in the, in the MBRA finals, which is amazing, which, yeah. Is, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, Lots of guys that I used to rodeo with back in the day are running barrels, and it, it's, it's awesome to see. And on the other side of the coin, I'm seeing more and more women show up at the team rooms, and that is amazing. So, I mean, hats off. Let's face it, breakaway roping is probably is getting to be... You know, and, and they're saying they're saying that's part of the price drive of uh, good quality horses. There you, you go. Know. Yeah. So, hey, why not? And it's going to be a multi-million dollar event yeah. if it isn't there already. So good on them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, so to be a to be a part of an event like this uh, from a company side of it, uh, why wouldn't you want to be here? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So I got from, no reason for you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just it's one of them things from a from a contestant side of things. Uh, like I said, I like I like to I like to bug little kids and I like to have fun and, and I'm pretty outgoing that way. But if if there is any little kids watching this deal, two things that I that I would like you to remember if you don't remember anything else from this podcast is is from a competitor side of things to the competitor. There's a sign that hangs in some rodeo arenas and, and that I won't, I can't quote it right to a T, but the long and short of it is, is remember when you're inside that arena, 
that there's a set of eyes watching every move you make. And, and I, I will use Tough Cooper as an example of where I'm going with this. Not everybody's a Tough Cooper fan out there in the world. And you don't need to be. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, if Tough Cooper misses a calf or if Tough Cooper is six nine on a calf, he's got a smile on that face and he's happy to be in that arena. And that's what people see. Yeah. So when you ride into that arena, whether you're having a great day or a tough day, sometimes you just need to put that smile on because there's some little kid out there watching wanting to be just like you some. Yeah. So that's kind of what I I like to you know, I talk to Stetson about it lots and then any other kid, you know, when you're in that arena, put that smile on your face, no matter the outcome and, and be a sportsman yeah. or a sportswoman. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all here to have fun anyways. Absolutely. So have fun whether you're winning or losing. It's a little harder sometimes when you're losing, but you know, and, <laughs> you're not always going to win everything. No, no, you're sure not. And that's Certainly what I not. say. You need to learn to lose. Yeah before you ever have success and win because it is it is easy to go out and and win something and i don't care whether it's equine whether it's uh auctioneer competitions what it is i was eight years competing before i won the canadian title and i'll tell you what there was days where i wanted to throw my hat in the ring and just walk away from it but i stuck with it and I bettered myself every day. Every year I went to compete and finally it's paid off. Yeah. And here I am 25 years later in an auction career that allows me to go and do these other things, be the president of the MTRA, be here this week. And you know, it's just, it's been phenomenal. So the other thing, and I don't care whether you're 75 or you're five, mm -hmm. when you pull in to an event, the last thing you need to do before you leave that event is you need to take a good look around that arena. All of them banners that hang in a rodeo arena and a barrel racing arena, kickboxing tournament, I don't care what it is. <laughs> yeah. But those people that you see those banners, they're probably the most important people of the weekend. And that's something I learned from the rodeo announcing side of things probably more so than a contestant side of things is because they're the ones that bring that event to you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Now speaking from a business side of things, there's nothing I like better than somebody walking into my booth, shaking my hand and saying, Hey, thank you for your sponsorship. Yeah. yeah. And it's as small as that too. Like, yeah, that's all it takes. It. Yeah. It's yeah. just nice to know that people appreciate it. For yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, from a contestant side of things, before you leave any arena, take a look around. And if you see somebody that is a sponsor, yeah. don't be afraid to go up, introduce yourself, shake their hand and thank them. Yeah. Or go into their business the next time you're in their town. That probably even goes even further. Yeah, I was going to say, if you can, and it's a good fit to support them in their business, that's so a long way. They, these events don't happen. No, they without. don't happen without them. No. I think so, that gets overlooked as a contestant. Absolutely. That's, we, get, we get so caught up in what we're doing, whether we got to yeah. get to the next one, you know, whether we're going to get back to the stall, get our horses put up, yada, 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 whatever the case may be. Yeah. And as a contestant, all three of us, whatever field you're in, yeah. we've all guilty of it. We've all left there, you know, I mean, without knowing who the major sponsors were or, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, 
Yeah. It is what it is. Oh, give me goosebumps. Yeah, that's good. Woo. I love that's, that. that's only because the door is wide open. Oh, yeah. it's, it's cold in here. It's a little chilly, yeah. actually, but regardless. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for coming on here this morning. And my pleasure. I'm, I'm glad we got parked right next to yeah. each other yeah. here. That worked out well. And speaking of that, if people want to buy some sweet pro oh, or yeah. want to get a hold of you, they're more than welcome to come here. Yeah. They're come, come to the booth, uh, Facebook. Yeah. Um, there's lots of different ways. WJLivestockSupply.com. Uh, info at WJ Livestock Supplies or email. So, yeah, but look us up on Facebook. Jody and I'd be more than happy to talk to any of you and, and so forth. And yeah. do you have a storefront? Um, Nutrition Partners here in Burden or in uh, Brandon is our storefront. There are, um, they are our Sweet Pro Canada. Uh, so, they are a vitamin and mineral uh, company that all the vitamins and minerals that go in a Sweet Pro tub. That's, That's where cool. it comes from. And oh, cool. majority of the vitamins and minerals that are sold in Canada come through Nutrition Partners. So uh, in Brandon here, we're out on Park Avenue uh, out by Blue Water Wash. So there is a storefront there. You're welcome to walk in and and then purchase product or or give give us a call or or uh, any of our retailers. Uh, Covenant Ranch out at Cola is one of our okay. dealers. Oh, okay. uh, uh, we got dealers out by Steinbach area, Winnipeg. Um, yeah. So right to, right to Alberta, right across. Excellent. Very so, cool. And if you're here at MBRA Finals, which hopefully you're watching too, we are right in front of the arena here on maybe what the south side. We are on the south side. The yeah. south side. <laughs> I got my compass right. So come find us. We won't miss us. Or it's right on the corner here with a sweet pro booth. Um, but yeah, it's a barn, barn sour apparel. Jody's yes. uh, barn sour apparel. I give a shout out to her, Jody. And with her Jody Coyote, Coyote <laughs> design. oh, yeah. designs, she does a wonderful job with that. But yeah, she's got some clothing here that is absolutely phenomenal. Anyway, thank you, yeah. ladies. Cool. Yeah, well, thank you thank for sponsoring the Mary Finals. Our and thanks pleasure. for joining us on the podcast. That was great. Yes, anytime. All right. Thanks everybody for listening to the Ride Like a Mother podcast. I hope that the knowledge suits you well and that you can take it to your community. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook. So hit that subscribe button. And we would love your support. And you can show that support by leaving us a review on your podcast platform or sharing this episode with somebody you think might find it interesting and valuable. We meet here every Thursday, same time, same place. And we will see, see you at the next, next jackpot. jackpot. <laughs>